Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach, and today is Friday, August the 13th. Yes, a Friday the 13th for our DFS players. So is it going to be a lucky the 13th or an unlucky 13th? We're going for the lucky 13th here at DFS Coach Talk. As you see, I'm wearing my full black gear with the Coach Talk, wrong side, Coach Talk, uh, embroidery and hat. And the reason I'm wearing the all black is my my uh, NBA Summer League team went in the tank yesterday. Just so hard to figure out. A few of these guys uh, had Brissett not play, had a couple of guys like Carson Edwards just completely decide that uh, he was going to take a summer league day off, I guess. But uh, was not a great build for me yesterday, but uh, hopefully some of the information we shared here in the podcast helped you uh, build a winning lineup. So today I'm going to do, as usual, we're, we're, we cover every single game of the NBA Summer League. We have seven games tonight. I'm going to briefly touch on each game and each team. So we'll do a 14-team uh, breeze through here with a couple of recommendations. And then uh, today we're going to bounce back. This Friday the 13th is going to be a really good day for us here. If you want to join us at DFS Coach Talk, Friday is always a great day to do it. You can get the three-day pass for $10 and just ride through the entire weekend. Tonight we post a PGA weekend-only lineup. Excited about that. Our guys are doing well so far. Have a massive 14-game main slate in the MLB tonight. That's going to be fun. And then, of course, we have Summer League Basketball, which is my favorite. Uh, yesterday, not so much, but every other day going forward, yes. So we're going to be positive here. Um, so Seven Gamer, we're going to go over that. So, you know, we'd love to have you join us. I uh, hope you enjoyed the podcast. On the way in, real quick, if you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, hit the uh, the subscribe button. That's very important to us to move up the algorithms on YouTube. And then hit the little alert button on the upper corner. Uh, this way you know every time one of our podcast posts. Okay, no further ado. We're diving right into this sucker. Seven games. The first one starts <clears throat> at 4 p.m., and it's Minnesota Timberwolves and Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, Minnesota's minus two. The over-under is 168 and a half. And the over-unders, again, pretty tight uh, between all of them. You've got the low of 162 and a half and uh, a high of 173. So it is worth taking note. It is uh, a 10 and a half point difference, which makes a lot uh, a lot of difference in DFS standards. Uh, those are the two extremes. We'll go over each one. Most of them are in those mid to upper 160s, but uh, we'll pay attention to that. And none of the spreads are higher, believe it or not, than three. So between <clears throat> all seven games, uh, nothing bigger than a three-point spread. All right, Minnesota Timberwolves, Milwaukee Bucks, first game out of the shoot, the T-Wolves have been uh, smacking people around. They're 2-0. They killed Chicago by almost 20, and they're going for it. Uh, they've got key guys that are getting key minutes. 
Uh, we know that Jalen Noel is one of those guys, and we're expecting uh, uh, him to step back up. Uh, I'm sorry. Yes, uh, for the T-Bulls. And then we've got um, uh, McDaniels and Knight. Those three are the key guys. Bowen possibly, maybe not. But it, uh, Noel, Knight, and McDaniels for the T-Wolves uh, are the real deal. And that's uh, Noel, uh, the point guard for for the T-Wolves. So uh, he is playing tough. Not the Bucks, Noel, but uh, this is just so there's no confusion there. This is the T-Wolves. So those three guys, key off the bench, not anybody that I really want to dive on. Uh, but I think you can count on the fact that they're going for it. And two of those three are very playable, I think, in today's uh, matchup. Okay, the second team that playing the, the T-Wolves are the Milwaukee Bucks. So now, not Noel, but Nowara, just so there's no confusion. I love both. So play them both. If you're confused, play them both because I'm playing them both. Uh, the Bucks. Uh, also are, are playing decent ball. Uh, Jordan Nawara is the 26 shots the last game. You got to play him if he's going to play. Now let's talk about this for a second. This is the point where games three, four, and five or games four and five, whatever it's going to be for some of these teams, they're going to sit some of their studs that stung us right in the backside yesterday with Brissett sitting for the Pacers. He wasn't injured. He just sat. And what happens is they want to get some of their key guys two, three games run with some of the young guys, and then they sit them. And again, as we know, NBA Summer League, there's not uh, a lot of news to be had. You really have to scour uh, all over the place to try to get that info. So double check these guys. You know, Noir is a guy that you wonder, you know, he's uh, these first two games, he's gotten up a ton of shots. He came off the Olympics. You know, will they continue to play him? If he plays, he's 100% play for me, but we want to make sure of that. And that goes for a lot of the guys that are the, the second and third year guys that played well uh, in the first couple of games. They may want to rotate out. So we're going to be watching that. You can, you know, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, we're at DFS Coach Talk. Uh, you can, uh, Get my feed at Joe Sarvati, J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. And uh, if you have any questions, if you're watching on YouTube, like I said, you can put comments in there as well, and we will answer. Okay, the other guy is Mamu Kalashavil. can never say his name, but I gave it a shot. He played 29 minutes, 10 points, 8 rebounds. Not bad. He's getting the big minutes. Uh, price is okay, so somebody to at least look at. Uh, the other uh, really two guys that I would consider are Randolph and Pinson. Uh, they're both getting upper 20s minutes, which puts them in play, and they're playing pretty decent ball. Pinson did have 13 and 6 with five big steals. So uh, for the Bucks, uh, Nawara slam dunk if he plays. Um, we'll call him Mamu, uh, definitely a potential play. Uh, Randolph and Pinson, not out of the question. Okay, game two. Miami Heat versus the Utah Jazz. Heat minus two. It's a 165 and a half 
over under. Let's look at the heat. We see big minutes for all five of their starters played 30 plus minutes in the last game. Miami's 2 and 0. They're going for it. They're one of those four teams that we talk about that are going for it. So, all five guys are going to get a mention here. Uh, and I think they're all rosterable, to be honest with you. Uh, I'll give them to you in order. Struce, who is another one of those candidates, playing phenomenal ball, a second-year guy, is he going to sit? We need to know that. If he's going to play, he's fantastic play. He got 22 shots up again and is tough. Yurt uh, Steven uh, is playing great ball, 23 and 11, 34 minutes. He's a huge uh, plus. Um, the guy that's been disappointing throughout this whole thing and getting big minutes is Casey Okpala. He was in the rotation for a while, even started a few games for the Heat last season. But I have not liked the way he has looked, uh, and he is not on my list. Garrett's been tough, and Giroux has been tough. Those two guys you can consider uh, and possibly Carter off the bench. But for me, uh, really it comes down to Four guys, Struess and your save, seven, saving uh, my two favorites, and then a possibility for Garrett and Giroux. Okay, on the other side of the ball, we've got uh, the Utah Jazz, and uh, let's let's look at some of their uh, guys. They they are not a real strong team. They did pull out a victory to go to two and zero, uh, even though they're not very stacked, but. The guys you can look at, Azabuki was really a, a man amongst boys in there. He had only had 11 and 8, which is still solid in 31 minutes. But, man, is he looks like a mini shack out there uh, against some of the guys. So certainly a possibility there. Hughes has been steady in getting 30 minutes, as has Brantley, Forrest. Uh, those four, I would say, are the top-level uh, for the Jazz, Dakota Mathias and Teague uh, possibly as secondary more value plays. But uh, Jazz, you know, I, I think are, are decent plays in this game and, and have a few guys you can roster. Okay, game three. Pelicans minus three against the Cavaliers. It's a 166 over under. The Pelicans... A uh, couple of guys here that that I like. Murphy has been very solid for them. Uh, he's had some double-doubles. He's getting 30 minutes plus. Uh, Kyra Lewis and Najee Marshall, love those guys. Again, you know, you got second-year guys that were in the rotation last year. We need to make sure they're going to play, but they're both tough. Uh, really, Pashenik's, I, I like uh, he owns only eight and eight last game, but I think he's a double double waiting to happen. And off the bench, just you know, not enough minutes to make an impact. So for me, I would rank it tied with Lewis and Marshall if they play. If one of them sits, you got to really love the other one. And then uh, Murphy third and Pasternak's fourth. But certainly you can play those guys. Uh, I think that uh, that they'll especially if one of them sits, then it elevates the other guys even more. But even if they all play there, they are playable. All right, the Cavaliers on the other side. You've got uh, 
Evan Mobley, the top pick for the Cavs, who they're saying is going to play next to Josh Allen this year, which will be interesting. Uh, he played 31 minutes, 14 and seven, but he did have six assists. I mean, he can play all the way around. Uh, if they keep giving him 30 plus minutes, I think he's a great play. He's expensive though, but I like him. Uh, Kevin Yelly, we've been playing. Uh, and he just has not been that good. One for six from the field, four points. So probably going to pass on him unless Mobley sits for some reason. Uh, Okoro is tough. Only 15 and five last game, but a lot of upside. He's expensive, but I do like him. Uh, Thomas and Stevens have both been uh, starters, good minutes, and have contributed. So decent prices on both those guys. Uh, blew it off the bench, uh, for, uh, the Cavs played 23 minutes at 14 points, four rebounds. He's a nice player. I'm surprised that he, uh, has not gotten a, a more of a look, but, uh, as a real flyer, especially GPP play, he's tough. So in, in review, uh, Mobley and Okoro, if they play are one, two, Stevens and Thomas and Blewett are the next three that I think you can uh, you play all any of the three of them and feel comfortable that they're going to contribute uh, overall. Okay, let's see here. We go to game four, Golden State Warriors at the Oklahoma City Thunder, not at, and they're in Vegas. Uh, Golden State minus two and a half. It's a 168 number. And uh, let's look first at the Golden State Warriors. Um, this is the team, we mentioned it last time, 11 deep, nobody getting 30 minutes at all. So, you know, what do you do there? Uh, generally, you punt. Kaminga's been the best. He's their top pick, uh, 28 minutes. He's the guy to go to. Uh, and Moody is also tough as far as first-round pick. They both got uh, combined for 32 shots, but they're not – blowing it out. And Moody only got 23 minutes. Uh, the other youngster, uh, Jessup, uh, decent. And then Gary Payton, the second. I mean, he's trying to make a team. He had a left-handed dunk in that last game. If you didn't see it, uh, look it up on YouTube because it, he went between two big guys, just brought it back left-handed, cocked that wrist, and just had a second gear. It was a beautiful dunk. But uh, Peyton, I would expect to continue to play because he's trying to get a contract and hasn't gotten one yet from somebody, uh, whether it's, you know, uh, the Warriors or not. But, uh, you know, after that, the bench, just all 15 minutes, not going to recommend them. So for me, if they play, it's Kaminga, Moody, Peyton, the second, and possibly Jessup is the other player uh, that, that can score the ball. And he also can assist. So some good options there. Wouldn't go much deeper than that. I think it's just a little bit too risky if you go beyond uh, those main guys. Just too much split. All right, Oklahoma City Thunder. Interesting team here as well. Uh, Maladon last time, man, we, we put him in there. He was two for 11 from the field, one for seven from three, only five points. So don't know what happened there. I still think he's a good play. If he continues to play 30-plus uh, minutes, he's going to get hot. I mean, he can shoot the ball. Uh, again, 
second year guy. Let's make sure he's in there. Uh, man has been a nice surprise for them. He, he got up 15 shots, most shots on the team. He and Wiggins uh, off the bench got up 16 shots. So I put man and Wiggins both as potential plays, uh, decent minutes, a lot of shots, and uh, both could, could do very well. Um, another guy that I'm going to add into the group here, he was only eight points, four rebounds, but he did get up to 26 minutes, and that's the, the big power for Robinson Earl. Uh, something to consider here at a good price uh, with some good potential. Um, Brown Jr., you know, definitely a step back and uh, not going to quite go with him here. So Maladon, if you want to look for a bounce back game, uh, Man, Wiggins, and Robinson Earl would be the guys to consider, in my opinion. All right, before we go to the final three games, sign up with us. We need you to jump aboard with us at DFSCoachTalk.com. You can sign up for as little as three days. We'd love to have you. We have a phenomenal uh, community. Uh, tomorrow is our uh, weekly meeting. We have at 10 a.m. Eastern every Saturday. Everybody jumps on, and we go through strategy, contest selection, bankroll management, all the things that make you a, a successful DFS player, and we discuss those in an open form every Saturday. So if you jump in today, you can uh, hop in that uh, meeting tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. Um, again, lots of options for memberships. We're about to announce our NFL football membership uh, coming up for the season. And remember, when you join Coach Talk, this is unique with us, you get everything that we offer. Every membership is all-inclusive, even the three-day $10 membership. So every sport, every lineup, every podcast, all the content, any of our projections, ownership, all of that is yours for uh, all sports when you join uh, our community. So uh, check us out, uh, dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, if you are watching this on YouTube, again, quick thumbs up, quick subscribe, hit the alert button. If you're listening to us, where all podcasts can be found audio-wise, whether it be Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, iHeart, Apple Podcasts, uh, iTunes, you name it. Um, please take a second for any of those spots where you can put a quick five stars and a quick message, just a couple of words. Uh, our, we do a, a, a giveaway, a one-week all-access membership to Coach Talk uh, at the end of each month. So we're almost at the halfway point of August. Uh, that drawing will be coming up here in a couple of weeks. So please take a, uh, an opportunity to do that. Again, you can find us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk, and I am at Joe Sarvati. Three games left, New York Knicks and the Detroit Pistons. The Knicks minus two and a half, 173 is the over-under here. So this is our big number, uh, this Knicks-Pistons game. So is that going to affect things? I like this game, I got to admit, not just because it's the largest number. I just think it is a competitive game with some guys that are getting good minutes. The Knicks are 2-1, and one, and they're using Toppin, Sims, Grimes, and Quickly a lot. Uh, Selden and McBride are also getting some minutes, so they're really playing six guys. That's it. The rest of their the bench, three guys played, nine, eight, and four. So of all the teams... 
in the summer league, and it's every team, uh, the Knicks have leaned on their main guys more than anybody else. So for me, you know, a lot of times minutes equal money, usage equals money. You're getting top in 35 minutes, 17 and 11 again. Definitely a guy you have to consider. Do any of these second-year guys sit? That's what we have to double-check. And I know I'm being repetitive, but we have to scour. you got to be in our Discord up until lock, and we're going to identify as best we can anybody that has the potential of sitting because that is a big hurdle uh, at this point in uh, the summer league. We have to make sure and not take a zero. And, you know, sometimes it's impossible but we're going to do the best we can to not allow that to happen. We're, we'll call it the Brissette factor after yesterday when my eyeballs popped out of my head and my head spun around when I saw him on the bench sitting there uh, sipping some Gatorade and not playing. But that's we're going to do the best not to allow that to happen, and we're going to be watching this Knicks news very closely. Uh, first two guys you got to consider quickly and top, and they both – uh, we're in the rotation for the Knicks. They're both getting massive minutes and usage. And if they stick with this six-man rotation, I think you play them both. I actually even like adding a third Nick, and it's either Sims, Grimes, or McBride. Uh, those would be the three I'd go to. Not going to go to Selden. He's a sixth of the, those guys, in my opinion. But uh, bring on the Knicks. I'm ready to roster them up. And I think it's a good play in a game that should be, of all the games, somewhat more up and down than any other game. And that takes us to the Pistons, who they do go a little bit deeper. And it's a little confusing because, you know, you have Killian Hayes and Saban Lee basically splitting the, the game at point guard. That's a big deterrent for me, uh, which is going to eliminate them in my book. Obviously, the number one overall pick, Mr. Cunningham, you know, is a great pick, but uh, let's see if he's playing. He may be shut down. Uh, we don't know. We know Josh Green has a sore hamstring. He's not going to play anymore. Uh, but Cunningham, we need to check that and see. Again, you know, he's dominated uh, possessions and shots. If he plays, he's a great play. Sadiq Bay, I don't know why he's playing at all, let alone playing each of these games. He would be my biggest candidate of all the players to sit today. But for some reason, if he does play, man, you just got to fly to him. I mean, every game he's hammering the stat sheet and getting 30-plus minutes. So it's going to be key to see the rotation here. So the guys for me that I'm considering in this game, this is if they all play in this order, Cunningham, Bay, and then Dumbuyu. Dumbuyu. Dumbuya, I'll say it right one of these times. Uh, Seku Dumbuyu, he is uh, a guy that's, I think, ready to have a bigger game. He's getting decent minutes, especially, remember, some of these guys will elevate way up if anybody sits. So, again, we're, we'll follow that closely, uh, but those are the guys in play for me. All right, we have two games left, Memphis and Sacramento. Memphis minus two over under 168. Uh, let's look at the Grizz. Uh, we've got our man that hasn't let us down yet, and that's Xavier Tillman. Let's hope he's not the next Brissett, but we're going to watch it. He played 32 minutes, tough as hell. 
definitely a guy you want to consider. Desmond Bain, been fantastic. Certainly a guy you want to consider. John uh, Conchar, he's been tough. 34 minutes with 11 rebounds, 12 points, double-double for him. Those three guys top the list. Uh, I also like McDermott. I, I've liked McDermott uh, even last year. Uh, he's a scorer. He had four or five from three this last game. His price is right, uh, and I've still got him circled. Um, Williams is having a nice, really nice summer league. He had 19. Uh, he and McDermott tied for the high score for them in the last game. Uh, so for me, if Tillman plays and Bain plays, you look at those two right off the schneid. And then the other three guys that are super playable to me, I'm sorry, two guys. Well, no, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say three. It's uh, Chanchar, Williams, and McDermott. I'm going to say all three. I like this team. I like this game. Could easily have two guys from each side. This game could represent almost half my roster or close to it. All right. The f- let's we we are going to go to uh, the Sacramento Kings on the other side of the ball, and I'll explain to you why I like this uh, couple of guys here. They of, of anybody have this massive bench. They played fifteen guys the last game. Not a good DFS formula. Twenty-two minutes was the tops for any guy on their team. So definitely a lot to be worried about. However, I'm interested to see if they focus a little bit more now that they know they have a shot in this thing. They're 2-0, and and I think they may be short in the bench a smidgen. I like King, even though he only played 22 minutes. Ramsey has been fantastic. Uh, and then Mitchell, you know, the Baylor uh, guard point guard that won the national championship he's also been a monster so and you know after that you could consider metu he's been fine but for me it's king ramsey and mitchell and i'd love to have two of those guys because where they all played 22 minutes literally all three of them played 22 minutes last game i think you know the chance to go to three and oh and get into this uh the kings need all the positive vibes they can get I think those 22 minutes go to like 28, uh, maybe even 29. And they're, in that scenario, I think King, Ramsey, and Mitchell are terrific. So keep an eye on them. That could be a big swing part of this slate. Last game, Lakers-Clippers, Battle of L.A. And I know from being out there uh, in Vegas Summer League, when the two L.A. teams play, that place is hopping because you have tons of L.A. fans pouring into Vegas for these summer league games. Uh, this one's interesting. It's uh, Lakers minus one and a half, and it's 162 and a half, the lowest number on the board. Last game, the two L.A. teams probably going to be a little over-owned, so I'm not going to race myself uh, to to play these, these two teams, especially when uh, they're, they're utilizing their bench. Um, I don't, I don't trust anybody and I doubt that I'm going to have exposure. And I know some people out there are like, you have to have guys in the late game of the night. You know, you have to, you know what my advice I always give to our members and I feel very strongly about it. I don't care when teams play. I don't care if they're all in the first game, all in the last game, I'm putting everything through all the rigors of, of 
everything from statistical analysis to matchups to eye test, you name it, and building my best roster. If if it's weighted early or weighted late, that doesn't matter. Now, when it's regular season and you can pivot and you want to leave yourself some options for some questionable guys, or if you're playing uh, and you're behind and you want to take a little more risk and make a change, all of that's fine. But that doesn't really fly in the summer league because it's such a crapshoot anyway. You can't really plan for it. So my advice in in the rest of you know uh, of the summer league here is don't even pay attention to the time of the games. Get your best guys that fit into all of that criteria, and then roll those guys out. And wherever they may be in the schedule, that's fine. But uh, again, so the first side of this with the Lakers. You know, Kaycock is okay, 14 and four, but only 24 minutes. Everybody played limited minutes, including Reeves and Robinson, McClung, who just signed with them. Uh, Queen got some extra minutes up to 22. I just don't like anybody here. I don't trust the minutes, uh, you know, and I think that uh, it's it's going to be a huge rotation and one that I don't even want to mess around with taking a chance of getting somebody with uh, you know, one of those five-minute stints. Uh, not much different for the Clippers. They're playing nine guys, pretty good minutes. You know, when you get 20, three guys over 20 minutes off the bench, you know, it's concerning. And they had nobody blow up and do great the last game. They have not been scoring points. They are not one of the better teams. They're 0-2 and struggling. Oturo's been okay. Scrub has definitely been their best player. If you're going to put one guy out there, uh, it's got to be either Scrub or Johnson. Uh, those are the only two worth diddly, in my opinion. Uh, Scrub and Johnson, one, two, and everybody else way behind. Not crazy about Coffee or Oturo or Boston off the bench. Just not playable enough on a huge slate like this. So uh, may go with no one here. If I do go with a guy, it'll either be jo uh, Johnson or Scrub. All right, my friends, that is the seven-game slate, all 14 teams. Uh, we're going to go from the all-black to the all-white tomorrow because we're going to be celebrating some victories. Uh, we're due in this summer league to just kick it, and we're going to do it. So uh, we'd love to have you, dfscoachtalk.com. Uh, love to have you join us. So for the entire Coach Talk family and team and my basketball partner in crime, Mr. Andrew Hansen, uh, I would like to say thank you for joining us today and join us again tomorrow when we look to crush it in NBA DFS Summer League.